Hello. And welcome to Roland and Steve's Beer Podcast. Episode 131. Once again, we have got uh, no Steve. A doppelganger Leighton. Yep. So we've got our northern replacement. Yeah. The replacement from the north always better than the one from the south. <laughs> Ooh, controversy. I don't think we'll get that much controversy. Yeah. There's not a lot of southern pride. Wait, anyway. I'm sure we won't offend the one listener. <laughs> Unless he's from the south, I don't know. Mm. I thought he was from China, though. That's, that's quite south. Well, and a bit east as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll move anyway. swiftly on to some, some beer. We have uh, Rye Pale Ale from Liverpool Craft Beer Company. Mm. You had from beer from these guys before? I believe so, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've tried a few of their things at Liverpool Craft. Oddly enough. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I've had a one or two, not a huge number of their beers. Um, quite common in that kind of in the Liverpool area. We do some occasionally elsewhere, but um, not that not so much, I don't think. They are a growing brewery. I'll let you have a look at that for a minute. Um, so they were Founded in 2010 by Paul Seifer and Terry Langton. Uh, they were brewing in their kitchen. And then over the course of a year, they kind of built up a brewery out of bits that they could get from, from various places and, and recondition and get it all working. Um, they have been pretty successful. I think it's fair to say they were probably the most well-known brewery in, in Liverpool at that, at that point. Um, They've now moved... Well, this year they were moving into a new brewery. They, so they were in a railway arch. Even Liverpool's got railway arches. Every, every, what brewers and railway arches? Do they know. just congregate under there? I think so. It's like, it's just, they do talk, seem to. Talk to the tramps. Here, would you like to try some beer? <laughs> uh, but they've moved, they, they should have moved from there this year into a new brewery in the Baltic Triangle. Ooh, I like the Baltic Triangle. Yeah, there's, there's some good stuff there. It's, mm. it's exciting. If you don't know Liverpool, um, the Baltic Triangle is an area that's got a lot of interesting new stuff. There's a few venues and club bits. There's, mm. like, there's Mad Hatter's Brewery's already in there. The Liverpool should now be craft beer, should now be there. There's some... Baltic Bakehouse. Baltic Bakehouse who we mm. like, yeah. Um, a few other bits like that kind of thing. Interesting stuff in, in the area. If you, if you like the Nords as well, you know, head yeah. that way because, <laughs> yeah, what's not to like? Um, so this is the Rye Pale Ale. Well, let's talk about branding for a moment. Well, like, I, I was looking at the bottom. My initial thought was, why are there two pineapples on the front of this? But I think they're supposed to be greens. Oh, okay. They, they do look like a pair of pineapples. They do look a little bit like, yeah, okay, all flowers. I could go flowers maybe, <laughs> I, a bit stylized. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be the grain, as in the rye that's in there, but it, it, it does look like two pineapples to me. Uh, <laughs> um, side by side. Yes, nice pair of pineapples. Um, but, yeah, over, I mean, other than the confusion over uh, that, I actually really like their, their branding. Uh, purple, which, you know, I like a bit of purple. I'm assuming there's a colour, different colour for yeah. different, uh, different styles, which is, you know, a nice, simple way of keying your, your range. Yeah, diff- different one, um, different colour for each each bottle. Yeah, I, I really like the font that they've used on the, uh, the actual uh, labels themselves. Very clear what this is. Rye pale ale. Uh, yeah, I... To... <laughs> I, I like it. That. 
I, okay, you, you can hear there's a book coming here. I like... There's always a book with you. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I kind of like the main, the main text in that, that font. I quite like the font. Um, they've then got the Liverpool Craft Beer Company in a different, different bit, which I'm not, I'm not so keen on that kind of mixing. It feels like you've got a, a, a kind of fairly um, typewriter style at the top and a bit more of a kind of Art Deco-ish kind of... Start the bottom bit. I would rather feel like the whole thing was of one style. It feels a little bit disparate, and I can say from experience that I quite often recognise their bottles if I see them as being theirs, but they don't leap off the shelf quite. I find that I don't find that like the imagery, you know, the presentation of it quite leaps off for me. Mm. Yeah, it's actually interesting because I've got. Liverpool Craft across the top of the bottle in one font, but at the side, then they've got uh, a Liverpool Craft Beer Company logo established 2010 in the same font as they've used for the... Yeah, yeah I, get, I get what you mean. It's just like a stick to, to one thing. Because like, for those little bits, they could quite easily just... Yeah, I kind of like I like the idea, but I, I think it could do with just a little bit more of a... Like that, that technical detail of, of just tidying up a little bit. Yeah. I, st- I still really like it. I think it's a... I think it's a nice, uh, nice bit of branding. Okay, well, talking about the actual beer. Yeah, I haven't smelled it. good. I taken a sip of this yet. I haven't had a sip yet. I have had a smell. And it smells, smells really, mm. really delicious. Really oh, fruity. It smells really good in these fancy new glasses we've got. Oh, yes, we've acquired fancy new glasses from, uh, from the bottle shop. Yes. Because Andrew there. acquired, did, did, we, did we steal them? Or did yes, we, yeah. yes, I, I mugged him. Uh, I'm uh, sorry, Andrew, but I wanted the glasses. Mm. They are very nice. Um, goblety type ones. Um, anyway, back to the beer for a second. This is a 5.6% rye pale ale. It's using a mix of hops. So Fuggles, um, which is very, very traditional British hop. It's using Bramling Cross, which is British, but it's cross from between British and an American, I believe actually Canadian uh, hop originally. So it's got a bit of a and kind of New World, American kind of edge to it. Uh, Cascade, which is an American hop, but I mean, we have tried it grown in the UK as well, so I don't know where it's from. And Apollo, which is an American hop, I believe. So uh, there's a, a bit of a range of, uh, and based on the smell, it's definitely got a, quite a fruity smell that I would associate with more with the American hops than like Fuggles or, or even yeah, Bramley Cross. Yeah, think, I'm thinking quite a lot of these hops have been used for a rum more than actual bittering, just tasting the beer. Oh, there's, there's quite a nice bittering. Yeah, no, I, I certainly agree that the aroma is, is undoubtedly really, really hoppy. Mm. Um, I would say that there's... It doesn't taste as hoppy as, I, it, as it smells. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I think actually... Which I think is a good, you know, I don't think that's too bad a thing. There can be a tendency to go a bit over the top with uh, yeah. hopping in uh, for flavour. I don't think they've overdone it in terms of the late hop, so like the stuff going in towards the end of the boil. There's not like huge hop flavour that you would get from that. Um, but I think they've, done a, they've got a reasonable amount of bitterness there from putting it in early. So at the end of the uh, end of a sip... There's actually a little bit of bitterness and bite that I've found has been lacking in some other people's beers. And that, like for me, that's definitely one of those things that I 
if that's lacking, I don't tend to enjoy beer. Mm. It just it feels a little bit unbalanced, one dimensional. If you've not got that to it, yeah, that bit of finish um, that keeps it nice, keeps you going back for it more, t- isn't it? It ties everything together, and it, it. I know sometimes you just feel like you take a sip of something that's really heavily uh, leaning in one direction, mm. and it you, it leaves you sort of going. Oh. Was that it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You feel a little underwhelmed, whereas you've got that complete finish, uh, that good mix of flavours. It just makes you want to go back. Yeah. And have another sip. Try again. I think this is an interesting one to compare to the the five points rye that we had mm. a few weeks ago now. Um, in that this is, like just holding this up to the light, this is definitely a pale pale ale in comparison to the red mm. red rye we had. Um, but you still get a, a good punch of rye flavour from this one. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's not, it's not as heavy-bodied as that. Uh, one yeah. we had from five points. I would say, again, like both of them, though, I would say they put the rye to the, to the front. There's no... Like, if you wanted a rye beer, this is definitely rye. Um, it's got that spicy flavour to it. And it's, you actually get quite a heavy... Quite a thick mouth feel, which I'm I think that might help. I'm loving how it sits on your on your palate. Mm. Just lingers, and it's got a lovely, kind of spicy, savoury rhymes to it. I think that's great. I think actually the hops work nicely with it, and they are. Actually, I think reading the menu, the, the description of the hops, um, I was thinking this is going to be fairly kind of hop driven, mm, and it's not. No. This is about the rye, and those hops are definitely in support. Um, and that's, that's no bad thing. That's a good thing, I think, to know when you're... What's the hero of the beer, and it's, it's the rye. Mm. Well, yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? Like, it it's a, they've got it as, down as a rye pale ale. If it was too driven by the hops, it wouldn't be... Yeah. It'd be failing to deliver on what it actually says it is. Uh, I think they've done a very good job there of making sure that the rye is the thing that leads uh, in terms of flavour. Yeah, no, I think that's that's nice. Um, I I think I kind of uh, I've seen all these nice things about it. Uh, it's nice. I would certainly have not object to drinking it again. It's also not really kind of you know making me go wow. I've got to run back and drink this straight away, or wanting to have you know, oh I've got to, to go check out more because it's nice. But it's solid, and I, I, I don't really have any kind of problems with it. But I don't think there's anything really. I know what you mean. It's not. It's not offensive. It's not bad in any way, shape, or form. It's. It's a very drinkable beer, but it's not one that. You know, it's not one that goes. Wow, this is just amazing. Yeah. It is. There's, uh, there's no it, qualities that really stand out to me as being like. That's a noteworthy example of that. That bit, like so. If and again, if we compare it with our other relatively recent rye one. I remember thinking that's really juicy as well as that and, and really wanting to check out more from Five Points. And I said, I would, again, though, I would drink it, I would drink it again. If I saw it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's going to be a really good beer. I'm going to enjoy that. I'd drink so... it again, but would I travel, I guess is my question. I, I don't think I'd go and hunt it down. I think I'd drink it if I saw it, but I don't think I would, I would go to the effort of finding it, um, which is something I have done with some of the other... The beers. So I think kind of 
solid, but maybe not for me. To one I'm finding super exciting. Mm. Um, but at that point, I should probably wrap that up with the score. I think. Um, otherwise, we're in danger of becoming a long one. And Steve complains every time we record long stuff. Every time he has to try and decipher Gary's accent for the entirety of a long, long podcast. He complains about deciphering my accent. Have you heard his accent? <laughs> well, maybe we'll do a poll. We'll, we'll ask the listeners. Yeah, our listener, can you can decide which accent is easier, Steve's Canuck or Gary's Yorkshire? Oh, my, my <laughs> long, drawn-out Yorkshire drawl has got to be easier to figure out than Canuckish. Uh, well, and, I, I, and, and I'm continuing the trend. I think every time I've uh, stood in for Steve uh, while he's... Uh, been on his travels, I have managed to get some sort of insult or dig in there. So, you know, <laughs> hi, Steve. <laughs> Missing you. Uh, I'm, well, all, I'm almost tempted to just carry on rambling just to drag yeah. it out and make it really long just to annoy him now, but uh, <laughs> you're, you're there. Yeah, no, I'm going to go. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna, I've, I've got a score to give. Um, I think this is a really nice beer. I don't think it's terribly exciting, but I do think it's well executed and it does all the things that I'd want it to do. I would drink it again. Um, I'm going to go seven and a half. Seems fair. Yeah. Uh, I quite like it. I don't want it. I, I don't want it to seem as a ne- like it's a negative thing that I'm saying here. It's just because like, it's not. It's a really good beer. Um, so I'm going to go with an eight. Okay. Just because. Well, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great... No, it's a, it's a really nice example of uh, a ripe ale ale. And yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a sessionable beer. It's not a, it's not a yeah. special occasion beer. But yes. that, doesn't, that doesn't mean it's a bad beer. So, uh, you know, it's one of those where it's like, we don't want to come across as being too negative, but, you know, there are really positive things to say about this beer. So, yeah, that's where my eight comes from. All right, and I think we are coming to the end here, so we uh, drink up and shut up. Yes, because if we don't, we will ramble. We are done. done.